0: Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Bashmania podcast. This is episode 192, brought to you by your friends at Attack, ATAC. Attack, video game stats meets real life training. What's your attack rating? Put in the work to get closer to your goals. I talked about this last week on the podcast. Attack now provides these super cool video game stats where you can see your ranking in strength, endurance, agility, flexibility, your mental levels and attack will give you an overall rating. You can see where you stack up against some of the best wrestlers in the world. So, download attack ATAC in the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store. Follow them on social. They're attack ATAC.app. We are back with an afternoon bashmania 192. Cal Poly wrestling repping Willie the Brain. How are you? Good.
1: I love this. This is my favorite one of my favorite shirts. Cal Poly. Cal Poly shirts in general Any shirt they send is Good stuff You know what They don't have a whole heck of a lot of anymore I mean this might show my age But you Remember the old Like team issued Gear Russell Athletic Gray Heather What like that you worked out in every day and you gave to, the, you know, then you threw it in the laundry and the next day it was back. Those are the best material. You can't even find them anymore. Now they, everybody has these, uh, dry fit things, which I hate. I yeah. just don't like them. Maybe it's cause I'm I don't fat, either.
0: No, but- I don't either. I'm in like semi-moderate shape and it's still like, I like the next level stuff. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going through, a, <clears throat> excuse me. A lot of the army West point stuff. I like their gear. I've got like three shirts. They're they're having the rotation.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, so I like this material. So you want to you want to talk about the open, baby? I cannot tell you how much I love the U.S. Open. The, the week it's a, it's just an incredible. All the talents there, high stakes. All the coaches are there. There's a freestyle like group of human beings. Coaches, athletes, that you don't get to see a lot during, you know, for six months. And they're all there. And it's really like I don't want to say hands on, but at nine o'clock at night when the sessions are over, you might be you might be rolling dice next to um Tyler Caldwell. I don't know. Pick a pick a like a like a coach, You're like somebody important. He might well, just be turn turn your mic down.
0: Turn your mic down just a little bit. All right, I don't know how to do that, but do you have a, do you have a little dial on your on your interface?
1: Let's see. I got it.
0: All Go right, that sounds better. All Man, right. Um, you're spot on. Your tweet about rubbing elbows with people, I remember it was probably 4 or 5 years ago now, after the finals I remember both Burroughs and, and uh, Taylor coming to the Aria, and we were all hanging out. Clay like Guida was there. Izzy was there. It's such a cool place to build relationships and all the casual fans that go to NCAAs aren't there. It's a lot of like wrestling diehards. It's a lot of wrestlers and their families and coaches. Yep. My wife is literally due next week. That's the only reason I'm not going. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But, I'm bummed uh, about that, but it is the event to go to. Yeah, and you also there's there is a lot of downtime, and because of the time change, there's a lot of time to just like sit and talk with people. It's all I remember the first time going. I thought it was so weird that NCAA's is this huge thing, and then just walking into the open and guys NCAA champs warming up right next to you. Yeah. And they have to tell people like guys, no more autographs right now. <laughs> like they yeah. literally have to go back into their corner and work out. Warm up.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a whole different world, right? You go to you go to Big Tens and you go to NCAAs and it's athletes here and spectators here and you can't get in and you know you can't see them. And then you're walking at the US Open, you're walking to the competition floor arena and you go up the same escalator as David Taylor's right next to you. You might be right, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. So I love it. I'm bummed. I'm not going, but it is the U S open is back to being the U S open this year. It -hmm. is. I love what USA wrestling did with making this, the world team trials essentially. And I think it has forced everybody, excuse me, to compete or like you talked about in your last show, take the year off. That was one reason why I stand behind my tweet about Spencer Lee. I still find it odd. And I, I knew people were going to take it the wrong way, which is why I worded it the way I did. But well, I when- think,
1: yeah, I, I, I think you're getting to the level of, um, I think the people that took it the wrong way wanted to take it the wrong way. I think people that I think, once you, you're, you're gaining momentum, you're doing a lot of new show, you know, you're doing a lot of shows, you're making your brands getting bigger and people are going to love you and they're going to hate hate you for whatever reason. It doesn't matter. You could do any You might not have done a single thing wrong, but some people are not going to, some people just want to hate on stuff. And so yeah. if you say, if you say it's weird that Spencer Lee registered for the open and none of his sponsors sort of made an announcement, made a thing about it, did anything with it. That's sort of weird. Uh, and I also I wonder if that's an indication that maybe Spencer is not fully committed to going. He registered. He's not fully. That is. One, a good observation and two, uh a perfectly fine and logical conclusion to come to that. That's what I came to. And then people are going to complain like, oh, Bash is just making something out of nothing. I, no, he's not. So I don't I don't even know I don't
0: even know where they're coming from because it's nonsensical. It's one of two things. It's either Spencer not acknowledging it, Hawkeye Wrestling Club, Brutus, everybody not acknowledging it because he said I'm not sure. And people are saying like, why register now? Because it doesn't matter. I think either way. Yeah. I think he's going to take that last week. And I think if he's going to compete, it's a yeah. Monday Tuesday decision for the weekend. So if that's the Listen, case, he,
1: he goes on a show, he goes on a show and says, um, you know, I'm not sure I haven't worked out since NCAAs, um, I'll register, but I'm not sure if I'll compete, you know, it's touch and go. And then he registers and nobody makes a peep about it. And you say, maybe it's an indication he's still not, he's still on the fence. Perfectly logical conclusion. And by the, the way,
0: conclusion to come to in the other conclusion which I alluded to in there was I understand wrestling is very bad at marketing promotion. And when you have an athlete like Spencer Lee, this isn't your average competitor going to the open. No. I understand what some people are saying. Oh, you know, not everybody announces who's going. First of all, that's a huge miss. Yeah. If I'm yeah. the Hawkeye it's Wrestling not... Club, if I'm Nittany Line Wrestling Club, I'm going to send a link out to my website and say, hey, this is who we're registering tonight. They're going and get the eyeballs, get the attention. Cause you're trying to do that all year long. You're trying to get donations. You're trying to sell merchandise. You're trying to get golf registrations, leverage the interest to do it. So it could just be a miss. And that wouldn't surprise me either, yeah. but either way it's, and I saw some of the people that are like kind of looking at it, like, Hey, that's kind of a good idea. Like let's make sure that we leverage the announcement of who's competing because if nothing else it's extra eyeballs that a club an organization a sponsor gets
1: yeah yeah i don't quite i don't quite understand it i mean the only conclusion it, if you if you sign an athlete to a to a promotional deal if he's your brand ambassador if he's your this or that and when he when he is going to compete whether it's the US open or uh the Zagreb open or whatever and you're not you're not going to promote where he's going to be
0: or how he did um i mean what what was the point of signing him and by the way it's next weekend it's not like it's at the end of may and we're like hey as we get closer like it's literally hey one of the biggest names in the sport has yeah. decided to go compete and chase down a world championship educate the fan if he wins this he goes to final X and he faces Gilman the storyline's there you can't make up the story any better that you know he decides if he decides to compete and he wins that he then wrestles former Hawkeye Gilman
1: yeah and and well and like I said on the other show if if and this goes for Spencer and it goes for everybody else but let's be honest Spencer isn't everybody else right correct uh, nobody made a big deal that Zane R- Richards entered, right? Zane Richards, I don't know, RTC, Nathan Thomas Sellers RTC didn't have a marketing campaign for him entering the U.S. Open. That That's, that's okay. They probably should. Correct. That's
0: didn't. the other thing. They should just right. because it, somebody doesn't know, announce somebody. Some
1: of, the, some of the critics, too, were like, not every – people – who else Who else announces that the register? Nobody else announces that the register. Well, that's a problem. That, right. I mean, that's that doesn't make it right. I mean, what you want to have promotion? Oh, we need more promotion. We need more eyeballs on the sport. And then, but you don't think that you should. You don't yep. think that you should announce that you're competing, or or at least put out the information. And uh, the the thing with Spencer too is, and the way the system is set up now, is that if if you go to the U.S. Open. Not going going to the US Open or not going to the US Open is not a singular thing because what it means is if you go to the US Open, you can have the opportunity to go to Final X. You can have the opportunity to go to Worlds. And so it is a big deal if Spencer is in or out because mm-hmm. if Spencer is in or and anybody for that matter, if, if an athlete is in, it creates the possibility that, he makes a team. He goes to the world. He d- goes to training camp. He goes to final Lex. He goes to worlds. If you don't go to this tournament, your season's over, except for fly by night events.
0: Yeah. It's also such an opportunity for college teams and RTCs to parlay the casual fans interest that they still have from NCAAs. If you're yeah. Princeton and Pack Glory goes out there wins the national championship all the emotion on display parlay that keep that fan who is rooting for Pack Glory and celebrating with Pack Glory let them know he's going to the open with Nick Soriano with possibly Spencer Lee like let your fans know that and that's why it's like yeah. some of these Hawkeye fans like I'm not calling out the Hawkeye wrestling club all I was saying is that if they do not mention anything it is a miss I don't care if it's the NLWC, the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, the NJRTC. It's a miss. And none of these organizations are going to tell you that they have marketing down. They're getting better. A lot of them are getting better, the team and the club level. But it would still be an opportunity to talk about who people are tuning into this show literally to talk about next weekend. Why? Because it's exciting when you're a sports fan to preview what's coming up. That's Sports 101. Yeah. Uh. And again, the, the the freestyle season,
1: there's limited, there's limited dates. I mean, if you want to market your RTC and say, Hey, we have a strong, robust RTC and we're going to promote it. I mean, if you're not, you only have, have like four dates to promote.
0: Yep. Right. So why aren't you? And by the way, if Spencer doesn't win the open, he's likely not competing again until October, November. He's not competing yep. until essentially next season. Because at this point, all the championships, everything's geared towards world championships. You have Pan Ams, you have Final X. You're not going to have much during the summer because we get ready for the world championships. And then you have to wait. So there's a long break. And it's not just Spencer. It's all these athletes. If they don't win this weekend, this is like, this is playoffs. The U.S. Open is playoffs.
1: You know, what you have to remember, too, is 20. I don't, they didn't announce how they're going to be 20. Did they announce the Olympic trials procedure for 2024? No, not yet. No. But in 2020, which actually was 2021, those guys sat in the finals, right? Did they sit in the finals? The medalist, the, the returning medalist.
0: Yes, I believe they did. I believe they did, did that- because I believe. I can't
1: remember. I was there, and I can't even remember.
0: I'm pretty sure they did.
1: Mm Hmm. Um. So, uh. So I'm getting text messages and stuff. I turned. I literally turned my phone off. my My phone is powered off, and I'm still getting.
0: Is it anything juicy?
1: Um, Caleb Smith. That he was the five seed at 125. He committed to Nebraska just now. Nice. Who's in the portal? Yeah, there's a lot of news going, going. On. Actually, a lot of people in the portal, not a lot of announcements.
0: Right? I, it's weird. Um, I texted Nagao yesterday, and I said because I think we're going to try to do a show on Bashmania when he makes his decision, which will be fun. Um, yeah. So he's he's still just taking things in and, and hasn't made a decision yet, but he's still thinking end of the month. Do end you of think? The month. Yeah. Do you think we're kind of going all over the place here? I saw Minio say that Chris Cannon is likely down to Rutgers and Penn State. Do you think that decision comes after Nagaos?
1: I don't know. I don't know. It depends what the schools prioritize, right? If, if, uh, let's say if Penn State, you know, or anybody, let's say if one school wants one of the guys more than the other. And they offer more money, or they offer, hey, well, you know, it might depend on who wants them worse. And
0: but even if it's, I don't think you're gonna offer, even if the money's there, let's say you're canon, and let's just say one school has less money on the table, if that's what's happening. Aren't you gonna take the path of least resistance to make sure you make the team? If I'm canon. And Nagao goes to Penn State. Do you really want to go to Penn State to wrestle off Nagao when there's a clear path for you at Rutgers? That's what I mean.
1: That's what I mean. I mean, they're not going to take both of them, right? So if if a team lands Nagao, then Cannon won't go to that team. If a team lands Cannon, then Nagao won't go there.
0: That's what I'm wondering. If we wait until certain people make decisions based on others. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to get interesting. But uh, let's talk a little open preview.
1: Wait hold on before i get there
0: yep here,
1: here's a here's a point uh the point is that if spencer or anybody again let's you know we focus on spencer because he's giant brand um if spencer doesn't wrestle here either at the us open he will not sit in the finals i mean this this has huge implications for the olympics Right. It's not like if, if you if you wrestle in this tournament, you can one win it. You can two go to final X. You can three make the world team and you can four sit in the finals of the trials. Olympic trials, guys. That's how huge this event is. And so it changes the trajectory and the schedule and it changes everything for almost a two year span
0: especially when the U S is as deep as we are, where it's one thing I'm looking at as I'm going through the weight and it's crazy. Like the USA is so deep. You know, I've been trying to make graphics for who's going for, to find election and committing. And it's like four time world Olympic champ, David Taylor, this guy, world Olympic champ, that guy, world Olympic champ there. It's so deep that the domestic matches, it, it feels like a world medal match. If Mm -hmm. Spencer Lee wins 57 kilos in the U S don't tell me he's not meddling at the world championships. Same goes for a lot of these weights. I thought that for Seth gross, like if he can beat Dayton fix, don't tell me he can't meddle at the world championships. The U S is so deep right now that whoever wins is likely meddling. Yeah.
1: That's why I don't know what your take has been on in the past. Um, but my, my opinion has kind of changed a little bit on, on guys going to other countries. I, I'm all for guys going to other countries now. Um, it was sort of one thing. I mean, I, if you followed wrestling, if you followed international wrestling in the era um, in the aughts and the early teens where we got one or two medals a year then, yeah, I could probably see where you would be like, no, I don't want our talent going to other nations because uh, we, I want those guys winning medals for us. But now our twos and threes could contend for medals. Like, all ones are going to be fine. It doesn't matter if Austin Gomez goes to Mexico or Nick Soriano goes to Italy or Miles Amin goes to San Marino. We're not losing medals because our ones are gonna—they're gonna be competitive, right? They might not win a medal, but they're gonna be competitive. And I'm to a point where I'd almost like Soriano to go to Italy so that America has like two guys we can cheer for.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting when if we start getting. Right now, it seems like guys lower on the ladder are going our ones and twos are not going yet Mm. that's when it will get interesting if the ones and twos start going to compete for a different country yeah I think right now you have a lot of guys that are like between pride pride for you know a a different country and the opportunity of going through the gauntlet when like you said they can medal miles I mean you know He's a tough gun. I think he just won the European Championships uh, medal match today, so he's going to wrestle for a medal, I believe. Um, the talent in the U.S. is so deep at this point. I think it's only going to become more and more popular. I really do. I think we're going to see it more and more. And
1: you might see, you know, Mexico has some momentum going on there. They're starting to get their stuff together. They're starting to get a little bit more funding, even some private donations. And I think I think you'll see some Americans go there. And so a lot of it a lot of it too it's 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 one or the other it's the opportunity you know let's say a guy that's really talented let's say a guy that's solid um but he's never going to make the american team right so he goes to argentina or something right that's a guy that's looking for opportunity. Right. Now, there's another level. There's, a, there's two sides of that. There's that. And then there's also the money aspect where some of these nations don't have the money to support you. Right. Um, but there's countries that are starting to come on. Right. You see, you saw. Uh, oh, what's his name? He's older than dirt. His brother was older. Petiroff went to like Bahrain or Qatar or something like that. And crudely of the other day went to somewhere. Um, one of the Russians, one of the Russian guys, went to Albania. The one that uh, was in the finals of the one that beat Gilman, right? Um, he went to Albania. These are not these are not countries that typically pay for wrestlers, but they are starting to now, right? So uh, when you see more and more of that, then maybe more and more Americans go elsewhere.
0: Yeah, because you're also starting to see, you know, if. American college wrestlers go compete for your country. Your country is going to get more eyeballs. Yeah. If you have like Mexico has, you know, Anthony Valencia and Austin Gomez. And as you start having some of these guys who bring eyeballs, it changes the game.
1: And it's also like, uh, you know, it's funny because when you, when you talk about like, well, should this senior in high school, this junior in high school, uh should he commit to Michigan or Minnesota and it's like well he's going to be a 125 pounder and uh Michigan just got this um M- Michigan has a freshman that, that's really good but Minnesota Minnesota has their 125s graduating so it's a better fit there cuz it's a great path to starting right so we always say that oh how does he fit how does he you know but when it comes to like making the world team it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's going to go wrestle for Greece. It's like <laughs> you can understand it when he's going to college, but you can't understand it at the world and Olympic level. Like, who wants to wrestle Kyle Snyder and Jaden Cox to make the world team?
0: I think some, like, I know for me, like, I'm born and raised in America. My, my grandparents were born in Holland. I have some passion for the country, but me personally, like I could never fathom wrestling for another country. And I think sometimes if I was a good wrestler, I think sometimes people take that stance. It's just what I would do. It, America has a problem with empathy, empathizing for somebody else, whether you agree or disagree, you know, and we kind of take whatever our personal stance is. And if we're not in their shoes, it's harder to see. I can never imagine yeah. wanting to compete for another country. I'm also not in somebody else's shoes.
1: I wouldn't want to either but uh for a lot of people the reality is that the best guy in the country is the best guy in the world and mm-hmm. getting through them is not going to be
0: a small task. Yeah, no I agree.
1: So you know what, Bash, I know we're going to we're going to go through the weights here and I'm going to be honest with you I've been so neck deep in prospects and recruiting class rankings and big boards and um the ou job search and who's in the portal i do not know i am not intimately knowledgeable about who's all in and who's all out
0: so yeah i figured that much i know you're doing shows at 2 a.m about junior big board i'll wake up i get up at like 5 a.m i saw an email from rockfin well he's got a new show up like, that i tune in it's like hey, it's midnight drinking a cup of coffee let's do a show so i love that yeah. but i've got kind of um I've got the registration list and I've got all the bigger names in bold. So I'll, I'll tell you at each weight who the heavy hitters are. Yeah. And then you can give some feedback. I'll give some feedback. So 57, the heavy hitters, Jacob Camacho, Nick Soriano, Zane Richards, Pat glory, Spencer Lee, uh, Steve O also registered. He's an interesting one. Big 12 champ this year. I, I love seeing these college guys go out and taking chances. This is one of those weights. That's so interesting because you have Spencer, who is obviously one of the greatest freestyle wrestlers when he competes, will he compete? What's his health? You know, Soriano wants a piece of him. You know, Pat glory wants a piece of him. And yeah. I was actually talking to Corby the other day. And, you know, he made the point that it's like once Spencer Lee lost. There's that, element of man he can be beat when he seems so invisible because he is so good and now he goes down that's got to increase your confidence from guys like Soriano Glory who just saw him go down and say that he is beatable and confidence level coming into this is going to be high for these guys and likewise Spencer you know you saw it in the Barstool interview he's very much a bit fixated on what other people are saying. He made a lot of comments about, you know, comments that he disagrees with that. I, I disagree with a lot of them too, but
1: yeah, because it, most of them are acid.
0: Correct. So you got to wonder how that factors into his approach to this and his mentality of not necessarily proving anybody wrong, but the yeah. the negative aspect of the internet and how will that factor in if he competes? yeah i just think i mean
1: i think they need to treat him like a racehorse you know get him ready get him prepped and put the blinders on um don't worry about what anybody thinks and that goes that goes before the match that goes especially during the match and that goes after the match i mean a lot of the people myself included thought that the, the longer a match goes on spencer like sort of gets in his own head uh it seems to me, outside looking in. Um. And so, I mean, if I'm Spencer, if I'm the coaches, don't worry about it. Go do your thing. Go do your thing. You're a racehorse. Go run. Right. You're a wrestler. You're dominant. Go wrestle. Stop worrying about. It. Don't worry about anything out exterior or extraneous. Um. So I, you know, I don't know when I'm handicapping this field. I don't know. I don't even know if Spencer's going to wrestle. I don't know if he's healthy. I, I mean, a full, a full-on healthy Spencer's hard to pick against. But if I don't know, I mean, he, two weeks ago he said he didn't, hasn't it touched a mat. All right. So in, in that case, you know, I don't know. I'm going Suriano
0: here. <clears throat> Spencer healthy wins this. I think I also think that whether Spencer wins or loses, the internet is going to attack. If he loses, he's going to get crap for losing a match. Cause he always does. If he wins, there's going to be crap. Why didn't he wrestle back? Blah, 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 blah. So I agree. He needs to just, yeah. if I'm in Spencer's camp, head down win, and now you can build the Spencer Gilman story for the next month and a half, which is going to be an incredible storyline.
1: Yeah. You could write a script on that.
0: Right. That's a stalemates video waiting to happen. If Spencer and Gilman wrestle um, at final X. So, yeah. And, you know, it's going to be interesting, interesting to see how some of these kids wrestle um, Pat glory, Poolin, how they see some of these weights, I'm not even going to begin to entertain, but it's going to be interesting. I mean, what if we get a Spencer, Pat Glory semi, and a Spencer Soriano final? You know, depending on what his health is and going back to what you were saying about the importance of sitting out, this is a chance for Spencer to, you know, next would be Final X. And then if he wins Final X and he, Medals of the world championships, he doesn't have to do this again next year. So, when you're yeah. talking about a guy who's had a lot of health issues, trying to minimize matches you have to wrestle has got to come into play. So, there's a lot, there's a lot on this tournament. Um, hmm. I think it comes down to Spencer and, and Soriano. I, it's I don't, t- it's
1: tough to, I mean, if. <clears throat> One of the most interesting things of the weekend is going to be if Spencer's name pops up in the bracket, mm-hmm. right? Unless unless, in some form or fashion there's news between now and the start of the tournament that Spencer says, I'm definitely going, I'm, I'm going to win. I, right? I
0: don't think anything matters until the, the most important text, if you're following the Spencer saga, is the way in. Spencer exactly. weighs in, or Spencer doesn't in, weigh in. That's it. Those are the two scenarios right there. Right. That everybody should pay attention to. Yeah. You better be yeah. in that weigh-in room, and you better tax be tweet room. out right away.
1: I'm gonna be in the weigh-in room. They and they, got, they better let me. If not, I'll register right now and say <laughs> I'm, and then I'll go to weigh-ins.
0: <laughs> what weight are you registering at? <laughs> Seventy-four kilos. <laughs> okay. You and Chenzo, first round. Let's go. All right, so that's 57 The U.S. Open's always interesting
1: When's the last time you talked to Chenzo?
0: Yesterday Or today, actually He's ready to go He's He's fired up He is arguably as healthy As I've ever seen
1: Is Mark Mark's registered How about I had uh... I had Four tickets to Lil Wayne concert yesterday, and uh, every everybody that I set, tell that I had that I have tickets to Lil Wayne, they they giggle like I'm an idiot. But <laughs> so I got I'm supposed to go to Philly. Uh, I got a 14 game package for the Phillies. I went two weeks ago. I they're like Sunday package, right? Every yep. couple Sundays. So I had Lil Wayne concert last night. Phillies game Sunday this coming Sunday, leave for Vegas on Tuesday, and I'm like, man, i just i gotta I gotta just hold off on everything. I'm not going to the low end concert, I'm not going to the Phillies game on Sunday. I'll go to the next one I'm going to Vegas for ten days i I, I don't have to do all this crazy stuff, right So I text mark and, I gave Mark the four tickets and him and the pet coaches, <laughs> you know, the pen coaches went to a Lil Wayne concert last night. And uh, Pearsall, Pearsall texted me a picture of him and of himself and and BJ Fritrell and said, We're having a good time. I love that. He said, Mark's here too, but we haven't seen him in a while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so that's 57. Oh, I think it comes down to Spencer Soriano 61, Daniel DeShazer, Seth Gross, Nation Garrett, Shelton Mack, Vito Aruja, Nico Megaludis, Jesse Mendez, Austin DeSanto, Cody Brewer. This is a gauntlet because you look at some of these Wait. matches, you know, you look at Jesse Mendez, Seth Gross last year, where Mendez was winning, Seth Gross comes back to win 13, 12. You look at Vito, who was just an absolute destroyer, 57, until Gilman, who teched him twice, but apart from that, destroyed everybody. And we Dayton is still
1: not registered?
0: Dayton is still not registered, but I, I put a graphic out. Cassiopeia and Fix, if I'm them, I'm not wrestling. They can both go to the World Team Trials Challenge Tournament because they're already qualified. So in theory, those two do not need to register for the Open to go to Final X.
1: By, ver, by virtue of what?
0: Dayton fixed for being a world team member, Cassiope for his U23 World Medal last year.
1: And, and there's no medalist here. Correct. Oh, so I bet you Dayton doesn't go.
0: If I'm fixed, why? Give yourself some extra time to heal up and get healthy from the college season. Get your mind right. Get right physically. And go on to the World Team Trials Challenge Tournament, which is going to be one less guy from the open. Take out one of those top guys. Take out Vito or take out Gross. Take out whoever. You got the same field. The top seven guys or whatever. Wrestle them all. You basically buy yourself an extra three, four weeks. I think it's like middle of May. Is the the team trials challenge tournament. So if I'm fixed. Yeah, I'm gonna have
1: to go to that too.
0: Yeah. I think that's in Colorado. It is. So I, I personally don't think Fix is gonna register. I think take that. I don't take think so either. Because the downside is if he doesn't win and now you gotta wrestle again in Colorado Springs, that's yeah. a lot of wrestling. So if I'm him, I'm just waiting for the World Team Trials Challenge tournament.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. So um, I don't even know how to make sense of this way It's crazy And you know what, another thing Another thing about Freestyle is And the freestyle season or lack thereof Is that you don't know who's clicking on all cylinders yet And you don't yep. know who's washed I mean Guys we think are really good Might come in here and just You know, just, they're just over the hill now They're just not clicking now or there's veterans that we thought you know they're next tier guys they're fifth on the ladder they might be freaking world beaters, right and i'm talking about guys like tomasello and nation garrett i mean if nation garrett came in and blitzed the field um
0: yeah i forgot nato he's registered too obviously would you
1: be surprised but if Nation Garrett came in there and was watched, would you be surprised? You know.
0: Yeah. I I think my gut tells me this is veto. This is just the you know Yanni when he came on the podcast a couple weeks ago, he said that's the veto we know in the room. That's yeah. the veto. I was not surprised that he took out fix RBY That I can understand fans obviously being surprised by that, but that's the veto we know. And if veto is clicking on all cylinders like he was in NCAA's. It is gonna be very hard to pick against him.
1: It's really crazy to it's really crazy though to like go three two with Sam Latona. Yeah. And then just wrestle with no fear and just totally blitzkrieg Dayton Fix RBY.
0: <laughs> By the way, I, I also Joe colone is also in it this way, which he's one of those guys you just described, thirty two right. years old. He could yep. come out, and we we've seen this play out in the pre Olympic and Olympic year, where where a guy who you might think is all done has a tournament of a lifetime and wins. Right. Likewise, you have a a you know young guys like Mendez De Santo. De Santo's been wrestling awesome on the senior I level. Mean, Overseas, he's yeah. been just kicking the crap out of people.
1: There's been a lot of times, man. There's been a lot of times where. Uh people, veterans, namely, either came out and shocked the world, or guys we thought were surefire finalists. It signaled they had a poor performance and it signaled the end of their career.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: I mean, look at that one year, Pico was and you didn't know how ready he was, he was like 20 years old and he was down nine zero in the first match, and he came all the way back, and and that was the year that Frank Molinero. Nobody picked Frank Molinero to win that. Yep. And then he made the freaking medal match in Rio. I mean, the that's what's hard to gauge in freestyle. Um,
0: this time of year, too. It's like this time of year,
1: right? One, one, like, of the,
0: he, one of the crazy things I remember that I always like always sticks out is Andrew Aliras in twenty twenty. Goes out there, yeah. dominates at 65 kilos. You had McKenna in that field, Evan Henderson, Eierman and Aliris wins it.
1: Yeah. Yep. And, you know, heading into NCAAs, right? You saw the dual season. You saw the scuffle. You saw Midlands. You saw the conference tournament. And you have all this data like, okay, who's looking sharp? Who's looking not? U.S. Open comes and we're basically flying blind. There's not 100 percent recent data.
0: And you also the matchups are always unique. Like Seth gross is a guy who never gets as much credit as he should. Even right mm-hmm. now, last year he beat state and fix in two, two out of three. And now this year I'd still pick veto probably to win this weight. But if mega goes on guys. the run, who are you looking at?
1: I'm looking at three guys. I, I'm looking at, I'm looking at gross. Yep. As, as that like an A-list contender, yep. uh, Vito and Nico. I, I yeah. really think Nico. Uh, I mean, you know, guys like, um, I think Mendez and
0: DeSanto are really interesting. By the way, the interesting thing that happens at the open is you might sometimes get a an interesting quarterfinal where DeSanto takes out Gross, but then loses the next round. You know what I mean? It's, yeah,
1: that, that's another thing. That's another thing when, when, I keep thinking about who's in and who's out of this tournament and the value of the value at some of these weights, some of them, maybe it doesn't matter, but the value at at 57 and 65 to sit out. Well, not six. uh, I meant 61, not 61, but the value at 57 of sitting out is crazy because for the Olympic trials, I mean, yep, because you might be very. You might be able to be uh, Dayton Fix, and you might be able to beat Thomas Gilman, and you might be able to beat Nick Serrano. But if you sit out, you got to be one. If you don't sit out, you got to be boom, 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 boom.
0: Yeah, right. And, even and, 61. That matter.
1: and circumstances and and freestyle circumstances are way different than folk style circumstances, right? I mean, you could get laced in
0: night night. Even the non-Olympic weights, 61, I believe in 2020 Olympics or 2021, the winner of the non-Olympic weights sat in the semifinals. Yeah. So there's so still there. even in the non-Olympic weights at 61. Yeah. You know, let's say veto. If veto, if gross, if these guys win this, and now you're sitting in the semis, yeah. that's a big difference when you're talking about the caliber of talent that you see at the Olympic trials.
1: Yeah. And the caliber of talent where um especially olympic trials where on paper you might be a, a notch or two ahead of the guy but the talent is such that any given 6 minutes it's a threat you mm-hmm. don't want to have to go through that
0: yep it's also there's so many little things chances of injury chances of 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 nuanced things that aren't the, yeah. the biggest deal but still when you're a wrestler Especially the older guys, I feel like you're taking these things into account. So sixty one is gonna be an absolute so, so doozy. Who, who who do you got? Who you got getting her hand I, raised at the I think Vito. That's recency biased. NCAA's, you take out fix, you take out Roman. You're he's up at sixty one this year. Last year, apart from the losses to Gilman, he was so dominant at fifty seven. I think I think now he's know, up at
1: sixty one. I haven't seen a whole lot of Stuff made about it Like But I think that's news In and of itself Is that he's at 61 He's like I believe in myself At 61 You know Right
0: Yeah Um, I
1: I guess I'll go veto, But Vito and Gross Gross Who knows Gross could lose first round Gross could win the whole thing Right (laughs) I don't want to disrespect him But I also want to be realistic
0: You know He's got a funky style he just mm-hmm. has a funky style of wrestling that, you know, he has those close matches and he wins a lot of them. I remember that. I mean, that he was in he so
1: won. much trouble last year in a first round match. And then he wins the whole thing and goes on to make the yeah. medal match at Worlds.
0: Mendez brought it to him. Right? Mendez and Mendez had a great college season. Um So th- this way, you know, it's hard. Picking picking the open is one of the least confident picks you can make of any wrestling tournament of the year. I,
1: I know. I was just thinking about because I'm doing updates every day of who's in the field for the cadet trials. You know, cadet trials is like one of my favorite things in the world. And I was just thinking to myself, it is so hard to pick. I mean, it's a different style. These are young kids. These are four minute matches. These are we haven't seen them in a long time. Um
0: what's your thought on four minute matches? I it's stupid.
1: I mean, why? Just make it six minutes.
0: <laughs> I agree. It's <laughs> one of those silly things.
1: Especially at worlds. <laughs> I mean, it's a
0: world championships.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're not they're not four years old. They're they're, right. they're they're 17.
0: Yeah. All right, 65 kilos. I'm really curious for your take on this. So, 65. the heavy hitters, Matt Klozik, Ian Parker, Chad Red, Evan Henderson. Fletcher! Yep.
1: Fletcher. Luke Ridge Fletcher.
0: Lovett. Love it. Ashnal, Composto, Lugo. You've got a lot of guys here. Ian Parker took out Joey McKenna last year at the World Team Trials. Yeah. This is a very interesting Wait, Ridge, love it. You got to love, it.
1: <laughs> I love I, it. I did I love it.
0: Where's By the way, guy? so it's kind of late to mention this, but I guess it's fine now because now is where it comes into play. What? NLWC has not registered right. as of this show. So, okay,
1: that there was my there was my point. Where is my so man? I Where's
0: think we point? see Nick Lee oh, and Bo Bartlett. I think we see enter at 65. 61, we're not going to see Roman. Roman's not going to the open. Sorry to burst any buddy's bubbles on that one NLWC I texted Varner I said please register everybody we need to talk about it we don't have anything else I hope he said nobody said no he said it'll happen (laughs) (laughs) so I do think on top of that field I think we see Nick Lee and Bo Bartlett enter this tournament um if Bo's not at the open I suspect he'll be somewhere in Vegas I think Bo wrestles I'm hoping the open um I'm hoping I don't know what his age that he can wrestle for, um, but I think well, Bartlett, we, yeah.
1: I don't think he's a junior anymore.
0: I don't either. I think he's too old now. Um. So, what no, is your take on this weight?
1: My take on this. By way the way, is...
0: sorry, real quick, shout out Bo freaking Bartlett because in some of our group chats that you and I talk about nil. Bo Bartlett is example number one on why I love NIL. You have a guy like Bo Bartlett making awesome content and he's got 100,000 followers. Congrats, Bo Bartlett, on hitting 100K. Here's the thing.
1: And and sometimes I'm reminded that I don't um, clarify this. Um, By me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You hear me rant and rave about how nil is grimy and how nil is this and that and nil this and then nil that and it's bullshit let me clarify that when i say that i mean what i mean is that the way it's it's applied now
0: the execution is terrible
1: there's no rules it's grimy and it's dirty so don't say i hate nil say that i hate the way NIL has been allowed to be bastardized. Correct. That's what I mean. In its purest sense, what Bo Bartlett's doing is great. In its worst sense, handing a bag of cash to somebody to come join your team, that's the worst of it. Uh, The worst of it is like the Iowa basketball coach said the other day. Before guys are even getting in the portal, he's getting a call from an agent telling them, if they pony up, we'll come to you. That's the worst of it. What Bo Bartlett is doing is the
0: best of it. I agree. So shout out Bo Bartlett. I love that kid. Sh- congrats on 100K. He's working his ass off to get those, um, get that audience. And I think he's getting people who love athleticism. He's doing crazy flips, and he's bringing eyeballs to his account, which then he th- and then turn, obviously talks about wrestling. So I think it's awesome in all levels. What is your take on 65 kilos? This field.
1: My take on 65 is Nick Lee uh almost approaching next topic wow. in, in a in a in a field in a style uh, all the stuff that i just said about you never know they could be clicking they could be washed they could be this there's so much uncertainty <laughs> and then the next very next way i say next topic there, there really is no next topic stuff um I just believe in Nick Lee that much. I think I mean listen at the 2021 trials that dude was crazy. dude was amazing and you know sometimes life gets in the way he's starting his own business now you never know the thing about freestyle too or senior level is you never know who's all in and all out right if is mm-hmm. is Nick Lee training like a madman every day to make this team or is Nick Lee um working at his apparel company, goes to practice occasionally, and, uh, okay, let's see. You know, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it the old college try. Mm-hmm. Um, you never know, right? But that being said, if Nick Lee is determined to make the team, I'll take Nick Lee. Uh, I, I'm not saying over Yanni yet, but I'm saying to win this tournament.
0: In April of 2021, I had tweeted out that Nick Lee's hit list over three weeks between NCAA's Olympic trials, yeah. Sebastian Rivera, Jaden Ironman, Mitch McGee, Nashon Garrett, Zane Rutherford, Yanni. Yeah. He has wins over those six guys. When yeah. Nick Lee is on, he's on. And I agree with you. Nick has a business now. I think he's very focused on that. I also think he's very focused on wrestling. I think at the moment, I'm very excited for Nick's. Um, sometimes when you when some of these wrestlers have a business disconnect, like David Taylor you see them turn it up on the wrestling side because they actually have a break mentally and they don't over obsess over things and it lets things progress naturally. It could go the other way. They could be so focused that we also see where they get distracted and they lose a little bit of the itch.
1: Yeah. So those are things that are Nick Lee
0: enters. I agree. It's Nick Lee. If, if, I suspect Nick it, will enter. I think he wins this.
1: Yeah, it's so deep, too, though. I mean, <clears throat> Patrick Lugo, Cole Matthews, Anthony Ashnell, Ridge Lovett, Joey McKenna, Ian Parker, Chad Red, Kaladzic. I mean, that's a lot of guys to go through. Yep. Kevin and that's, a,
0: depending on how it's seeded, too, these semis are going to be bananas. Yeah. Even the quarters are gonna be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: who knows? Who knows what the matchups are? I just think uh recently I'll go I'll go Nick Lee.
0: Yep. I like Nick Lee too. 70 kilos. Yeah, what do we got here? What a field. Jared <laughs> Verclearin, Sammy Sasso, hey. Jaden Abbas. Caleb Henson, Tariq Wilson, Yaya Thomas, Doug Zapp, Alec Pantelio, Ed Scott. I get Tyler Berger. I get a lot of comments on this, but Hayden Hidley is registered right now at seventy kilos.
1: He's going to be a tough out if he if it's not a problem him making weight. I'm going. uh, I'm going. Heidley Pantelio. How you do you think Sammy,
0: Sammy Sasso does? Head. Yeah, I'm crushing these sesame sticks.
1: Um, how do I? I mean, I think Sammy will do great. I think Sammy will do great. I just, uh you know, it's up. It's one fifty-four. It's it's inter- It's going to be really interesting to see if Sammy goes forty-nine or fifty-seven next year. Um, I think Sammy will be fine. I think he's for sure a contender. Um. But Hayden, it's really interesting because, you know, he wrestled 174. Now he's wrestling 154.
0: By the way, and, gonna, and I'll say this to probably going to feel it. like uh, the Incredible Hulk. I said this to some people. I can't remember. Somebody would DM me. There are mistakes in the registration. He could show up and be at 74 kilos. Mm-hmm. But his registration is not final. There are mistakes. I've well, seen maybe- guys that are registered at the wrong weight, and they text me like, Hey, I'm not at 70. I'm actually 65 or vice versa, whatever. So he didn't say anything. So I'm assuming he's going 70. Most I, I times when there's a mistake, somebody corrects it.
1: I bet you he's going. I mean, that's lower than his college weight three years ago. But yep. listen, if you are, if you are committed to making a team, if you're committed to doing your very best, then I don't think 154 is, listen, and he his job, he has a job as a wrestling coach, right? I mean, he can manage himself. He can manage his weight, trim down, you know, slowly shrink your body, and he should be able to do it. I don't think
0: it's insane. I do. (laughs) You do? (laughs) I mean, he wrestled at 174. In college. That is what what's the what's the math? 100 what's uh 74 kilos is 165, 164, or something like that, 163. So he has a choice here to still wrestle lighter than he wrestled in college and go 74 kilos. And he uh, goes down to 70. I mean, you, and he's shredded.
1: <laughs> Have you ever heard of one Jordan E. Burroughs? Yeah. Have you heard of one Kyle Douglas Dake?
0: Yeah. I, you know, I,
1: these these are guys that are around those weights.
0: I I get it. But when when was the last time somebody went two weight classes lower than the wrestling college to compete on freestyle?
1: Well, you have to remember that Hayden that was a YOLO year for him. That was an extra year. He didn't even know if he was going to take it. Okay, if I am going to take it, I'll go 74. I ain't cutting a bunch of weight. Grind of a season. Hayden is about as level-headed of a kid as you can get. I I shouldn't even call him kid anymore. He's a good, good young man that that does what what you need to do.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Like, he went from what? Fifty-seven, right to seventy-four. He wasn't even that. I
1: mean, how how impressive was it what Hayden did? He moved up two weights and then went to the NCAA tournament and beat Kemmer twice. Yeah. Um, he only lost
0: to what? That he lost to Carter that year, right?
1: No, I think he lost to somebody else. I could be wrong, but
0: let's look at the blessed WrestleStat.
1: Gotta love WrestleStat.
0: Oh, it's the best website. Um, yeah, lost to Carter 10 3. You lost to Carter, beat Kemmer twice, <laughs> you know, twice like 5 3, well, 12 4.
1: How, how big a stones do you have to have to not only beat him once on the front side because you know you're still in contention, but then you're a senior, you're up two weights, you're heartbroken, you didn't get the title, then you have to wrestle Kemmer again and you beat him again
0: and he only he only lost to makai lewis in sudden victory at their duel. Yeah, he's he's a stud. I I can't wait to see this is another one of those things where how is everything seated and who's what's that second. cut like for him and who does he get those first couple of matches?
1: Did he not did he not beat makai once? Did he why? We're on a Hayden highly deep dive. We're on a Hayden highly deep dive. But I think he might have beat I think he might have beat uh <coughs> McCallum. Oh, sorry,
0: time. he won in overtime. He lost yeah, 3-2 right. at the, he sorry, he lost 3-2 at the ACC Championships. He won in overtime at the duel.
1: Right. I thought he beat him
0: once. Yeah. On. Yep. Yeah, he he's a hammer. I mean here it's so funny how some of these weights shake out, but you have Sammy Sasso's last college match was at 149. Hayden Hiley's last college match is at 174 and they're both wrestling at 70 kilos next week.
1: Yeah. I know. How about it? I mean, him and uh, Hayden and Tariq are at the same weight class at the Open. And Tariq started as a 33-pounder.
0: Ain't that something, so yeah. I think this weight is Pantelio's weight. He is burger, also, always impresses me. Burger is so good, so smooth. And I know you're a Nebraska bias, so you can say that you know you like I, Burger.
1: Uh, yeah, I love Tyler Burger. I love Tyler Burger. I bought him you know, when he graduated. Like, I was like, You're one of my favorite Oscars ever. I love you. Thank you for your great career. And I bought him like a really expensive bottle of whiskey. He's a, he's a whiskey connoisseur. Is he? Yeah. Well,
0: what a great NIL deal. You're not disclosing what you did through the season, but that's okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, he's that. That's, that's another one. Like Hayden, he's that kids does what he needs to do at all times.
0: Yeah. What a tournament. This is going to be 70 is going to be awesome. Um, are you who are you picking at seventy?
1: Uh, Pantelio and Hayden. Yep, Pantelios. I mean, that dude is good. That dude, that dude has good international results.
0: It's crazy that you think of the Open and all these great matches and all these all the fields that are so good, and then think about the fact that there's in seven of the ten weights, or somebody sitting out, who's at a lot of weights, yeah. that much better and more accomplished. Not just like, you know, you look at all these weights. They're obviously all world medalists that they're sitting out. Yeah. So you look at a guy like this 70 kilo field, then, okay, the winner gets Zane Rutherford. Yeah. You know, it's crazy how deep the U.S. is right now. Yep,
1: yeah. It would be interesting. You know what you should do, Batch? I got a good content idea for you. Plus, you know, like you have good relationships with a lot of these guys. You should have a ten minute show, or whatever, a ten minute show with each of the guys that are sitting out and talk about the field, and have them pick who they think.
0: I like that. That would be I got cool. to do it before the open. It's got right. to be before the open. Right, like
1: like get Zane on and talk about the guys at seventy and say Zane, who okay. Some them are
0: so polite though. Some are like I, I know. They're all you got to loosen and...
1: up. You got to loosen them up. Get them loose and uh, just be honest about stuff and um, say, okay, yeah. Zane, who are you picking at 70 for the U.S. Open? I'd All be right. really interested to see because Zane would probably be highly complimentary. You know, he'd probably be like Pantaleo, so tough. Those guys wrestled a million times. Um, I'd be interested to see, like, not just what, like, us idiots think, um, but the guys that also banged with them before, you know? They probably They probably have some really great takes.
0: Yeah. And, no, I and agree. You're the guy to do it. They also have bias to yeah where they're at, who they're with. Like Dake, you know, good segue to seventy four kilos. It's so interesting to me. We haven't seen a big transfer. I mean, Dake wasn't that long ago, but I feel like we're due for another big transfer. I think after the open, we see a big RTC transfer. You do? I don't. But here's why. Somebody's gonna make the move before the Olympic trials. I think. Where are they gonna go? State college.
1: You know, <laughs> you know, you I think that I think that you know somebody's going to Nittany Line Wrestling Club again.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just saying it just it you feels know. like it feels like something's coming. NLWC has a problem, not a problem, a situation that we've never seen before. Where, let's talk about seventy four. It's a perfect segue. You have Chenzo, Josh Shields, Joey Lavalley, Tommy Gant, Caleb Young. You have probably Jason Nolf entering. This is a field that very deep field. You have three time NCAA champs, two time NCAA the- champs. Uh, dude. This is going to
1: sound so bad, but like I said, I've been laser-focused on the high school level stuff and the recruiting stuff. Where is David Carr?
0: He is not wrestling at the Open. He's not going, huh? I I asked him about it, and he said, you know what? It was a long year. I have one more shot of winning an NCAA championship. I want to just stay laser-focused on folk style. He's doing a missions trip this summer. He's doing some camps. He just wants to stay focused on folk style. And then after NCAA's next year, switch over to freestyle. Yeah. But for right now, he just wants to stay focused on folk style.
1: Good. Good. I mean, I, I respect it. Um,
0: Back to what I was saying, the interesting. But what, what is, what? What is
1: NLWC situation uh, because of NOLF and because Big. you
0: have at multiple weights, you can end up with a situation where you have NLWC versus NLWC, and I can't imagine that's an easy thing to coach through. And to be in a room where I would probably say NOLF has to be the favorite to win the Open. So let's say NOLF wins, and I think Chenzo's right there. I think O'Toole, a junior world champ, NCAA champ, is right there. But let's say NOLF wins, and now you have April 28th, to June 10th, you have Dake and Nolf competing for the world spot, world team spot, both training in the same room. And it's not just that. You could also have other weights. If, let's say, Brooks enters at 86, and you have Brooks and Taylor at Final X, you could have multiple weights where it's NLWC versus NLWC. NLWC already has half of the as five guys sitting out at where's uh,
1: where's Nico training at? Pitt or Penn state
0: Pitt. Nico's full-time financial advisor, mega Luda's financial is full, full bore. He does this on the side, which is crazy.
1: Well, that's what I was talking about with some of the guys that have their business, right? Like Nick Lee, David. I mean, you never know how deep they are committed. I guess, you know how deep David's committed deep. Wins everything.
0: Right? By the but, way, Carter likely will have to go down next year. The right? Trials. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Now you so have null Carter. Carter, Carter Dake. I mean, listen, iron sharpens iron. I think it's Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. Like, there's no doubt these guys are making themselves. False
1: though, isn't that? Isn't that not accurate?
0: Iron sharpens iron. Yeah,
1: like, no, phys- I mean, like, like physical property. I don't think iron sharpens iron.
0: Bible is a really lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, let's go get some iron and let's go get some iron and um we'll try
1: to sharpen it each each each
0: thing. Yeah. I I take that at absolute truth. So, Here, but, you know,
1: a lot, you know, a lot of people say that it's it's hard to coach through and it, it, for the coaches it's probably hard to coach through. Yeah. For the coaches, it's probably hard to coach you. for the athletes. It's probably a little awkward, but at the same time, if I'm, if I'm Jason, no, I want to spar with Dake once in a while. Correct. If I'm Carter Starock, I I want
0: to spar with Jason.
1: Nolfe once in a while.
0: I agree. I think, and that's why it's not a problem. It's just an interesting situation that the senior level has never seen before. We saw Dennis and Ramos. We've seen it. (coughs) Excuse me. We've seen it as a one-off. But as the norm, it's going to be an interesting situation to watch unfold. And here is, you know, exhibit A, where... Mm -hmm. And people have... Carter tweeted LMAO or commented LMAO, not just about the Hodge, but when... When Dake transferred to NLWC, I can't remember, maybe not LMAO, but there was something where you can tell these guys are paying attention. They understand. They know that if the NLWC coaches are coaching Dake, I love Dake's only getting better. Carter, I've been trying to schedule a game on Bashmania for the past two weeks. These, These kids have so much schoolwork that like, I'm just like NCAA is over. You got time. It's like I got this. I got that. I've been trying to get Carter back on the podcast. He was on once. He's he's full of electricity. He's gonna be a monster MMA personality. I love. I love
1: Carter Staraki.
0: Um, so 74, man, that final. One of the semis. You figure the top three in my in my biased opinion. Chenzo's my guy. Nolf, I love him. He's one of my guys. I feel like it's. I
1: actually feel like it's not that great of a field.
0: It's. Not, I mean, it's, it's definitely I mean, not one of the best. If you take out, I mean, you you have those couple of top guys. You have Nolf, Chenzo, O'Toole. The beat Chenzo overseas. He he's a stud. Tommy Gant has had some impressive matches. When
1: when 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 Chenzo beat. Deringer. that was at 79
0: yes so that's that what i was just gonna say too chenzo yeah. went one and three in the series with chance last year who then went on to beat burrows in one of the matches at final x and i think it was the middle match that chance won it was burrows chance burrows i think um so chenzo down at 74 chance be-
1: is chance chance is retired or what's chance doing He's Chanson. up 79. He's
0: oh, he's, he's here. He's here. All right. 79's bananas. We'll get there in a second. 74, though. Man. Oh, Tool's a junior world champ. Chenzo. He yeah, was I a...
1: just mean, maybe it's because of the volume of people that are there. Yep. I mean, there's going to be fireworks, but it probably won't come to, like, quarters. If, if, it, if the bracket's separated properly. This is one um, of those
0: weights where the top four is very exciting. And apart yeah. from that, it's yeah,
1: yeah. I, you know, I'll take, I'll take, uh, I'll take Nolf. I'll take. I mean, I think it's Nolf Chenzo.
0: I think I it's Nolf Chenzo too. Man, uh, you know, I hate, I, I love hate Keegan, matches like that. I hate matches like Chenzo and Nolf. <laughs>
1: it's as much as I love Keegan. Um, I don't know. That's a different level, right? I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to see when they go. Uh, junior to, to senior, you don't know, you don't know how that works. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, Chenzo Nolf. It's gonna be a match where I'm very happy for the winner and very, very sad for the loser. Probably more sad than I am happy happy for the other because I'll be very bummed yeah. for one of them.
1: So, Nolf went to final X last year, Chenzo did not,
0: Chenzo lost to Marsteller. In the best of three at the That's World Team right. Trials And then Chance lost to Burroughs In the best of three at Final X That's it's right Final X last year Dake beat all 4-2 two, and 2-1 two,
1: Yeah weird matches
0: right Two closer matches
1: Yeah I never know what to take Um, There's no disrespect to Null, Who I think is amazing But I never know Like if If Somebody wrestles a close match with Spencer, which basically never happens. But uh, I'm like, oh, that guy's that guy's close, or like, I don't know. But it's maybe not that. Uh, it's hard for me to know what a close loss to Dake means because yeah. Dake, Dake, just they'll do what it takes to win. Yeah, I mean, with Kyle Dake close, don't cut it for me. It's because it's Kyle Dake. Now, that being said,
0: it's been you, know you know what's interesting about Nolf this year? A lot of these wrestlers have told me that the more teaching they do, the better they understand it. Because when you have to teach it, it just hits differently. You're really mm-hmm. going through the fundamentals of something. Mm-hmm. Nolf has been doing a ton, a ton of coaching and instructional content through Ocean's Athlete website. The platform where you can go on and you can pay for content, you can pay for instructional videos, you can interact with instructors. It's super cool. And he's doing a lot of cool stuff with that. I'm very interested to see how Nolf competes when he's put such a focus on teaching. And, you know, he's really thinking about the fundamentals. And a lot of these guys have told me that when they're thinking about the fundamentals in teaching... They hit it better. They're more yeah. fluid. So one of those things that maybe doesn't really? come into play, but I'm interested to see when he has spent so much time and so much effort over the past six months yeah. on not only building building up his brand through content, which again, a lot like Bo Bartlett, you know, Nolf just hit a hundred thousand followers. He's putting out content like crazy. And I'm very excited to see, you know, athletes, athletes. Who,
1: who hit, no hit 100,000 followers?
0: Yes. He hit 100, just hit 103. On Instagram. Yeah. Yep. A lot wow. of video content. He's cranking out the I'm video the content. Cl- and uh, I am,
1: I am Instagram. I, I am not fluid in Instagramology.
0: It's actually Athletes Ocean. I said Ocean's Athlete. I always think Ocean's 11. Great movie. Phenomenal movie forget john wick go rewatch oceans (laughs) 11
1: oh did you listen to that show with the john yeah
0: i i haven't seen it yet i i need to see it but that's good
1: uh that show was interesting uh so wait it's not it's not oceans it's athletes
0: athletes ocean athletes ocean
1: um, yeah, man. I, you know what? I really, I was thinking about this today. I feel a little lazy. Oh, it is
0: ocean. It is called ocean. The what the domain is athletesocean.com. It is called ocean. See, I knew I wasn't wrong. Sorry.
1: I feel a little lazy about it. I I feel like things like I went to Rockfin, started my own channel. It went great. It's going great. It's going awesome. But with that success, I off, also feel like sometimes, um, it makes me a little lazy. Like, why Why should I be growing my Instagram? Why should I take the time to grow my social channels when things are working so well, right? It's like- Fair point. Uh, if like, if things weren't going so well, I would have to be thinking, what can I do to be better, right? Maybe I should just be better without having to suffer. At, <laughs>
0: at, at the point you're in, and I don't want to bore everybody with my advice to you, but at yeah. the point you're in, it would be cool if you started doing like 15 to 40 second videos where somebody's yeah. just like you're ranking something and you're giving a quick tidbit. That's one thing that people like you and Corby are so great at is telling these tidbits of information, whether it's rationale, whether it's something nobody thinks of. Just doing a 15 to 30 second clip would that would blow your Instagram up. You don't need yeah. to do technique and stuff. You're really good at ranking and seeds and all of that. And I think yeah, that it was
1: interesting the other day. I, I, I was just bored and screwing around and looking at old. Well, I wasn't screwing around. I was doing some prep work for the recruiting class rankings. And I was looking at old big boards and I just took a screenshot and tweeted it. And people loved it. Like I, I think, I think more than maybe I realized, uh, people would dig stuff from ten years ago. I don't know; they like it.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it's uh, we'll have a conversation, Willie. But there's a, there's a lot you can do. Fun stuff. Um, all right, back so, consulting.
1: You just picked up a client.
0: Let's go, baby! All right, seventy nine kilos. Seventy nine kilos. Mikey Labs. Alex Derringer, Taylor Luan, David McFadden, Michael Kemmerer, Chance Marsteller, Isaiah White, Alex Marinelli, Carson Karchula. This will be a fun wait.
1: It will. It will. I mean, I think that, oh, my God. Luan? Luan's a problem.
0: Luan's a problem. McFadden won the Open last year. Marsteller beat Burroughs. In a match, 2-2.
1: McFadden won the Open. Did he beat Chance? He beat beat Chenzo.
0: He beat Chenzo. But but McFadden
1: beat Chance before that.
0: I believe in the semis he did, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a crazy match.
0: By the way, McFadden's training partner right now, Jordan Burroughs. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's a couple really interesting things going on, right? David's training with Jordan Burroughs. Um, Lujan to me, who has always been, I don't want to say a disappointment to me, he's always been a better folk styler than a freestyler. Um, but now he's training exclusively freestyle. I mean, I would think there's really room to grow for that kid. Uh, freestyle wise, um, he's always had a really good IQ about him, um, so I, I'm I'm encouraged. I, I really am looking forward to seeing him. Uh, Derringer, you know, again, again, he's one of those guys that falls into the bucket of: Will he blast people, or is he reaching his apex? Right. I mean, he's been in the game for a little while now, and he's always near the top, but is he getting? It, is he getting better or is he regressing?
0: Um, How about Marinelli and Kemmerer? That's one of the big things at this weight. Like Hawkeye fans should be tuning into this. I know Kemmerer is at, at Spartan RDC now I in Ithaca, like, but.
1: I feel like, man, is it just me or is Marinelli really small
0: for this weight? I I was surprised he wasn't at 74.
1: I think he should be 74. I mean, he's small in stature. I mean, You put, I don't know. You put Taylor Lujan next to. Yeah, you put Alex Derringer next to. The bull. I mean, the bull looks small.
0: Yeah. Well, think about it. I mean,
1: Lujan wrestled 84 in college. Uh, Derringer spent time at 86 kilos.
0: Marinelli wrestled, you know, all six years, whatever it was, at 65. And 74 kilos is 163.1. Yeah, I mean,
1: not to do the Nomad thing, but did you ever stand next to Alex? I mean, he's not. I mean, he's put together, but he's not a big person.
0: Well, and Derringer, yeah. No, I I agree.
1: I think he's going to be small at the weight.
0: Um. I think this comes down to McFadden and Marsteller, but I think that Labriola, Darren Luan, I think those guys are all right there and, and could run to the finals. But I think on paper, you got to go McFadden and Marsteller based on last year. Man, it is hard to... But again, that means absolutely nothing because Karchula also very good at freestyle. <laughs> like, I, I, I think Taylor
1: Luan's a problem. I think Taylor Luan's a problem. Yeah. I could be I could be off. But I think Taylor Lujan tra- training strictly freestyle now for a year or two. Um I think he's a player at this weight. Uh I I'm gonna go. Man, I can't
0: no I can't
1: diss I can't, I can't so,
0: diss even McFadden, but McFadden I, beat him, him twelve eight in, last year at the Bill Farrell.
1: Yeah, yeah. Man, McFadden is a freak. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't realize McFadden's a freak. He
0: is a freak.
1: Like Agreed. strength and athleticism. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't roll off the video. To, maybe it doesn't roll off the screen at you. But he he's strong and he's athletic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he and he's gangster too. I'm gonna say McFadden Marsteller but I I, I think Luan's a problem, and I think Ringer is still a man.
0: Yeah. And hey, where's a healthy Where Where's he stack up? I
1: I I don't know that I believe that Kemmer's I mean, Kemmerer can be anybody. I think, but yeah. um, he's also to me less risk averse. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't. Hawkeye, Hawkeye report's I, coming for you now. I know when when's Continued. the last time,
1: when the hell did when is the last time Michael Cameron wrestled a freestyle match? Did I miss it somewhere? I mean, I might be an idiot, and I think he when's the last time Michael Cameron wrestled a freestyle match? My point is it, it, I, I, love think... the, I love Michael Cameron. he's one of that I love michael Cameron couldn't couldn't respect a human being more, but i, I I'm not ready to pick him. Right. If he he can go beat a bunch of the guys that we just spent a lot of time talking about. And
0: but I need to see that before I'm ready to I think he went to the Dan Koloff. I'm trying to look it up. Oh, really? Let me see. Yes, he went one and one. He has at what wait, at seventy nine? Seventy nine. He had by the way, so he went he had a three and one win over Isaiah White. And then he had an 11-6 loss to Mia Lysion. No idea who that is. Um, Armenian? Devin Skotska took a silver at the Dan Koloff. I believe he's entered at the Open. He is. So he's another one. Very good freestyler. That dude, did you...
1: You ever be around? Have you ever been around Skatska? That dude is put together.
0: No, but I I didn't realize that he took silver last month.
1: Yeah, that dude. That dude is strong or looks looks damn strong. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. It's hard for me to get out of that group of four.
0: Yeah.
1: It's hard for me to differentiate between uh, Daringer. Luhan. Am I am I way overestimating Luhan? I shouldn't even put Luhan in that four. I should say McFadden, Chance, and Ringer with Luhan as my like dark horse.
0: Maybe well you can't call him a dark horse, really, right?
1: Well, I mean, I don't think he's had a whole lot of success, freestyle wise. I don't believe so. I could be wrong, but he's always been much better in folk.
0: Yeah, well, that'd be interesting. 86 kilos is the next topic. Wait, it's Hall and Zahid.
1: It's Hall and Zahid. I haven't looked at the field again. I haven't looked at the field. So, uh, Donnell Washington, Fishback, Zahid, Marky, David Key. It is a Dustin plot.
0: It is. Not loaded. I this mean, is the boringest weight of the open.
1: Uh yeah. Well, Mark Mark just went to a little Wayne concert, so <laughs> he, he's feeling it. Um yeah, it's Mark and Zaheed. Next topic.
0: And Zaheed has had Mark's number so far in freestyle. Yeah. Zaheed. Zaheed is it's so funny because Zaheed is so good. And David just destroys him Sahid's so, so good
1: if saheed if saheed has lungs if Saheed has lungs he's I believe he's the top five guy in the world
0: I think if Zahid, if Saheed if goes to the world championships he, so
1: he should go to Mexico I don't get it Saheed so needs to go to Mexico I will I will help fund that. I'm not even lying. <laughs> I, I really want to put a Mexican team together. <laughs> I do. I really want to be El Chapo. <laughs> Is this racist? Am I being racist right now? <laughs> uh, no. And, and, dude, I think it's going to happen. I really think it's going to happen. Hector Mendez and Eric Guerrero are... Putting pieces together, and yeah, um, you know, Zahid has been a couple years out of college now, and like, uh, like at some point, you know, it's 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 hard to tell a guy. Zahid, I'm sure, wakes up every day and says, "I'm going to make a team. I'm going to beat David Taylor." I'm sure he's he's
0: got one guy in essence that he's training for. He's training for the same guy for Final X. The World Championships final, Olympic final, it's the same guy. It's David Taylor across the board, across the world. Right. I would just –
1: but I'd like him to be at the dance. I'd like David Taylor and Zahid to be at the dance, to be over in uh, Serbia this year. What does – At what point does he go to Mexico and win a couple of world medals for them?
0: What do you think does more for the sport of wrestling? Zahid competing against David at Final X or Zahid at the World Championships?
1: Zahid winning world bronze for Mexico
0: does more for the sport of so. wrestling. Absolutely.
1: Imagine if imagine if Mexico had two world medalists. I mean, you know, you, you put Zahid in there and maybe pick up another guy here and there uh, and they... Bring home two world medals. Now the country maybe starts taking notice. Maybe it's in newspapers. Maybe somebody opens a club. I don't know. It's But it's it's better for the sport if Zaheed wins a world medal for Mexico than it is if he loses to David Taylor and Final X.
0: Ballot point. All right, 92 kilos gets very interesting. Jaden Cox. Well, Jaden Cox goes up 97. He's the only one across the board that has so far decided to forego his final X spot and he's going up. The only other person who is not a shoe in to accept final X birth is Mensa Wait. Stock.
1: Jane's at 97. We didn't do
0: 92. We're doing 92. I'm okay. saying Jaden not being at 92 okay. makes things interesting.
1: Oh, Morgan McIntosh. I love meeting some Morgan McIntosh.
0: The only NLWC. By the way, 86, going back to it real quick, if 86 gets Aaron Brooks, becomes very interesting. Yeah. What are they doing?
1: Yeah, what's 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 uh what's A B gonna do? We'll know soon. According to Varner. So
0: good. So good. J- no, it's from Varner. Man so a J. Man, in very few words. So Jaden goes up to 97 for goes his 92 keto spot. Winner of the open goes to final and then The rest of them are going to the world team trials. That tournament sucks to run it back. And also the winner of the open has to hop on a plane in like three days after and go to Pan Am's. So you better have your passport ready if you think you're going to win the Open. Wait, what?
1: Who's going so, Who's going to the Open? Who's going to Pan Ams?
0: Basically, all seven guys who have said yes to Final X are on the Pan Am team. 61-92-125 is the winners of the Open. And Pan Ams are the next weekend.
1: So, if Colin Moore wins the Open, he has to turn around and go to Pan Ams.
0: Correct. I mean, does he have to? He could turn it down. He's going to. He, he, so, he came on Bashmania, and I and I asked him that. And he said, yeah, so if I win the Open Friday, Saturday, I had to have a passport, everything ready, and I leave on Monday for the Pan Ams.
1: Yeah, yeah. Gotcha.
0: These guys want to go. This, this is the pre-Olympic year is the biggest year for Pan Ams why i think there's i think there's i think it's a qualifier for the olympics for to qualify the weight i could be wrong on that i think you qualify no. the weight no
1: you qualify the weight at worlds They're
0: if all- you wrestle
1: <laughs> if you wrestle for a medal at worlds actually actually this year's different bro they they changed <laughs> the rules so in the past, actually, we, I mean, this is gonna this is gonna get a lot of run. People will be talking about this leading up to the World Championships. They haven't they haven't caught on to it yet, but they changed the rules. So previously, if you wrestled for a medal at Worlds, yeah, you qualified for the Olympics. If Seth Gross wrestles for bronze and loses. He still qualifies the USA for a spot at the Olympics. Well, that was a bad example because 61's not a – Yeah.
0: Not a well, o- we got Olympics. your point.
1: Okay. So you get my point. You wrestle for bronze, you lose, you still qualify for Worlds. That's how it used to be. This year they're doing it different. And I don't know how the hell they're going to pull it off because listen to how they're doing it. So if you wrestle for bronze – And you lose, you take fifth So both of the fifths went, right? So that means first, second Bronze, bronze, fifth, fifth Six guys would qualify For the Olympics This year, it's only the bronze So it's Gold, silver, bronze, bronze There's one more spot The the fifths are wrestling each other the fifths are wrestling each other. When? No idea. Think about think about the world championships. Okay. You have the bronze match, then the bronze match, then the medal, then the gold match. Right? When the hell are the two bronze losers wrestling?
0: Can the bronze winners, please wrestle i'm so sick of two bronze medal winners i'm so sick of it can we just get one more match
1: well they're having one more match now they might as well right so they're only taking five from worlds and the sixth one the one that they're doing away with right because they used to take six every year they take six the one that they're doing away with is going to the last chance qualify the last chance qualifier. You know the one that Jordan didn't qualify in?
0: Yep.
1: It's going to that. So that both finalists, instead of only the no. I don't know. But yeah, you, they're, only they're
0: getting, the winner, I think, went.
1: No, if you had to make the finals. So I think instead of two, they're getting three now. Anyway, it's going to the qualifier. It's going to the last chance. That is a long way of saying uh, – I don't even know how we got on this topic.
0: We were talking about Pan Ams, and now everybody's going. And I thought Pan Ams was a okay. qualifier. I guess I was wrong with that. No, it's
1: not. It's not. Now, you can, you can earn one at Pan Ams, but not till next year's Pan Ams. Got it.
0: Well, 92 kilos is loaded. Trent Hydley, Tim Dudley, Eric Schultz, Nathan Jackson, Silas, Allred, Rocky – elam colin moore morgan mcintosh nick stemmet i mean you just have a gauntlet here of jacob cardenas jonathan Aello. i mean this weight is loaded
1: did you say rocky with the rockies rocky being 92
0: is nice um this weight is so interesting
1: it's really interesting because you got the the younger guys in like uh, Cardenas and and Allred and Elam, even Schultz is only a year out, highly still in school. But then you got Colin Moore and Morgan McIntosh. Who know, who knows what we're going to get out of McIntosh?
0: And you have I'm- like initially, you know, Nate Jackson and Colin Moore have been have been battling. You had Nate Jackson who took a match last year from Jaden Cox at Final X. You have Colin Moore, who just won back-to-back ranking series, and then, like you said, you you have these outliers: Rocky Elam, Morgan McIntosh. What a field of just yeah, random. It's a, it's a you you get it really from to
1: see what Morgan does. I mean, he was sort of out of the game. I mean, well, he was a was it Green Beret or something?
0: Green Beret, yeah.
1: Green Beret, way greater than Raspberry Beret. <laughs> uh I'm going Colin Moore.
0: Yeah, I'm going Colin Moore too. I think he looks so good. I, I'm just I'm really rooting for him. I like Colin. I he is such a great dude. He has a soft space in my heart that he got robbed his final NCAA tournament. And yeah, yeah. I I think Colin Moore is just firing in all cylinders. He's strong, he's healthy. But Rocky Elam, I love Rocky. I keep telling and, him and, I got to get him on the podcast. Like some of these guys, it, and Rocky
1: in freestyle as well. I, I'm a big, I'm a big differentiator of styles. Like I think that Rocky is kind of a a step up in freestyle. I mean, he's damn good in folk, but I really like, I really like Rocky in freestyle. And so you know, you got a handful of of lead contenders there. I think with uh Jackson and and Moore Jackson and Moore have to be
0: like the betting favorites, right? Correct, definitely. And I think Moore has won two in a row. Um Moore won at the Rudis Super Supermatch last year and then I believe he won again. So I I would say Moore's the one Nate Jackson is a, is a close two and then you have some of these outliers that are just
1: there should be. I'd like to see, like, uh, maybe, maybe this is. I tell Earl to do this, <laughs> like, give Earl a content idea, or maybe Jason Bryant throws it together. But Earl, this would be a good, a good thing for Earl if he would come up with a list of guys that made world teams that never won an NCAA title, right? Like, like uh, Gilman, like Moore could do it. Gilman could do it. You know, um, Jamil Kelly won a silver at the Olympics. He never AA'd.
0: That's crazy. I didn't know that.
1: That's crazy. He never AA'd.
0: Yeah, that's wild.
1: But that could be, you know. That's a good piece of content. You could add one to the list here with Colin. So let me ask you this. Devoid of a world medalist because Jaden left. Colin wins this. He goes right to final X. Yeah. Right then they have to have the world team trials challenge tournament to select yep, his opponent yep. or to, to find an opponent. Is there anybody from this field that we're missing? Is there a date and fix at this way?
0: No, date fix so. and Cassiope are the only two that can skip the open and go to the challenge tournament.
1: You can't even, Oh, really?
0: Yeah. USA is- wrestling put out the qualifiers. It's, those are those are the only two. The rest if, are either already open or already entered in the open.
1: Would, what if Bo Nicklin just showed up in Colorado Springs? No, you can't wrestle.
0: So here's so they actually didn't list the ninety two yet when they did the article. But for example, so you have here's who qualifies: the twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two World Team members. That would both just be Jaden, the Bill Farrell highest medalist. I can't remember who won the Bill Farrell, the Pan Am's championship medalist. I think that's Jaden. And then you have the top seven at the open. That's it. They added U23 for one. They added a U23 for Cassiopeia at 125. I'm not sure if there's anybody else at 92. They didn't put out the qualifiers, but.
1: So basically we're looking at this same field. Correct. Less one at the challenge tournament.
0: Gotcha. So, no yeah, chance. I
1: think. No chance in Bo, huh?
0: No, he's. He did get a lot of. He got like 50,000 likes when he did an April Fool's joke saying he was. He's fighting July 8th. That's his next competition of any sort.
1: And what? Listen, I don't know the weights. This is terrible. What what, what weight is he fighting at? I have what did he weigh at? What is he weighing at? I don't know. The uh, why do why does boxing and like uh MMA do like welterweight, featherweight? A, a super, quick
0: super Google search weight? says
1: just, just say 174.
0: This is this says 185, middleweight 185. Yeah, yeah, which which yep. makes sense, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's more um, so Jaden foregoes it and Jaden's going up to 97. The 97 field is kind of a a bust. I mean, you got Jaden Cox, um, Isaac Trumbull, Mike Mock, Ben Cooter.
1: Is he really wrestling?
0: He's wrestling at 97. I put it. I put it. Why what?
1: Why? Why is he? Why didn't he make the junior team?
0: Wants a challenge. I put out a long tweet that basically said, I'm not picking him to win, but Ben entering the open gives me Kyle Snyder vibes 2015. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Snyder came in the same age, upset Varner, dethroned him, went on to make eight straight world teams. Yeah. Battled every year. Ben Cooter is one of the greatest Iowa wrestlers of all time. Fact. So I listen, I think Jaden wins this week. And he's head and shoulders. Like in the tweet I put out, I put the stats that were just crazy about how dominant he was in high school. It's not even close. He is just at such a next level. That when you talk about <laughs> why, why senior <laughs> level, I mean.
1: I was in a suite with him in the final uh, for NCAA finals. And it was catered, right? I mean, you know, you call up and it's like room service type thing. Yep. So it was massive amounts of food there. Me, Fellers, Keter, Fretwell. It was Fretwell suite. Keter
0: was a vacuum machine. Is it Keter? I keep saying cooter.
1: Keeter. Keeter was a vacuum machine. The dude did not stop eating. (laughs) It was impressive. And, and, you know, he's going to get bigger. He's going to fill out. He's still sort of a baby, uh, which is scary. And really, he hasn't even scratched the surface of wrestling. He's just an athlete.
0: Of his 111 high school wins, 105 were bonus and 74 were pins. He won a world championship last year at the U twenty level, and I think it was too boring. I think he needs senior level. And he's yeah. committed to wrestle and play football for Iowa.
1: Right. So somebody somebody uh now that I think about it, there was a message board or maybe it was in No, I texted of, you about it. Yeah, maybe one of my DM groups though, They they made they had a theory like maybe they well, not it doesn't, the theory. Huh?
0: No, I was gonna say I texted you saying, "Why don't you have Ben in your crystal ball?"
1: Oh, oh, that's I'm just uncertain about his. Uh, I'm just uncertain about his football status, and or, well, it, yeah, that no because Cassiopeia has one more. That's why.
0: That's right. I forgot Cassiopeia when I texted that. All right. So um, what's the DM group theory?
1: That he's going up for the challenge, and if he doesn't make the team or doesn't make fine X, he doesn't make it because uh, and the alternative why go for the junior world title again um because he'll have football practice right he's going to be practicing for the hawkeyes uh during the time you would be training and going to worlds right worlds is july august they're going to be in serious football mode for the university at that time
0: yeah it's going to be interesting and and you have the you know, the national team camps, you have the acclamation right. camps. It's a lot more than just going to compete in a tournament real quick.
1: Yeah. So I mean, long story short. So
0: what's your expectations for him for the open?
1: I think uh I mean I, I don't
0: So let's 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 say this. If
1: let's... he if he beats like a guy like Trumbull, it's like holy
0: shit. So let's it say not? it's let's say it's Jaden Trumbull up top and it's mock. Ben on the bottom.
1: I got man. He can't beat mock now. Mark is a man. I it. I, Mach, I is an NCAA champ. That's been. At He's the also top one of one the season. nicest
0: dudes in the sport by a mile. <laughs> yeah. I
1: just, he, I don't think Ben is near. Po- I mean, if he would be the Machiavello, just forget about it. I mean, then, then we're talking about st- st- Stop. I just can't see it happening. As much as I love Ben, I mean it's just I, I think it's a man versus a boy. Right? I think
0: it's a but this is the a, ordinary boy. <laughs>
1: I think it's a full time professional wrestler against like Jim Thorpe a, as a teenager. Right? I mean, he just he just doesn't do it enough. I don't I don't see that happen. Um but
0: what that's, would, what what that's what would... we're
1: looking for, right? That's what we're looking for. We're looking for Ben. We're looking for Ben Keeter to see how he how he competes against Machiavello or Trumble. Because everybody else in the field, we don't care how he does against.
0: Right. What was your expectation for Snyder in twenty fifteen?
1: Uh, that was in Wisconsin. They wrestled on the end mat against Varner. I. I don't feel like ben is, is is snyder level, but even though I should i mean he won juniors, which is insane I don't know i mean i thought i thought that I thought that Kyle Snyder could win this could beat Jake varner I thought Kyle Snyder could win the u s open at that time i, I don't know. feel like, I don't feel like ben can uh but we'll find out, right?
0: Yeah. All right. Last, but definitely not least, the greatest heavyweight field at the U.S. Open of all time.
1: Is it really? Why?
0: Because you have Gable Stevenson, Olympic champ, junior world champ. You have Mason Paris. You have former uh, world team and medalist Nick Wozdowski. You have Wyatt Hendrickson, who just had a phenomenal Wyatt season. Henderson. You have Ty Don Wong. Bradley, who's in his Nickless. 28th U.S. Open.
1: Paris.
0: Wood. Zach Elam. Zilmer. Well, Zilmer's interesting. Cal Shonen quote tweeted my tweet about heavyweight and said Zilmer's not competing. Whoa, 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 what? Cal Shonen quote tweeted my tweet. What the hell is that? MMA guy, bad guy, Inc. Oh, Cal Sonnen. Yeah. yeah, it was a it? whatever. Awesome. So he he tweeted that Zilmer is not competing. Quote tweeted me about saying, like when I was like the greatest field ever, and he quote tweeted and just said, Zilmer's not competing. I don't know if that's a Gable thing. I don't know if it's non-Gable. He registered back in early January.
1: Well, so- Zilmer doesn't have to. Right? He's a returning world teamer. He can go to that challenge tournament.
0: I believe so, yes,
1: I think I don't know. I mean,
0: yes, he so, can correct. He doesn't have to go to the Open. Yeah, 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 he can go to he can go to the challenge tournament,
1: hey speaking of doug can't Jaden go to the challenge tournament? I oh, know Jaden's at a Olympic weight, right uh,
0: yeah, right, yeah, and also, if you forego your spot, you can't enter that or something there's a there's a rule that they.
1: Yeah, I screwed up. I wasn't thinking about Snyder. Um, but yeah, man, there's a
0: lot of good.
1: I mean, Elam's a world world medalist. Uh dude, I don't know. How do you pick this? I mean, I, other than I think
0: Gable's the clear favorite. Right. You know, it's been a I understand the Gable next topic argument. He when he competes, he's head and shoulders above everybody. But He's been doing a lot of WWE training. He had heart surgery. He, it he is, had heart surgery? He had a minor heart surgery like last year, I want to say. Yeah. WWE put a thing out about it. What? You know yeah, yeah. No. So last, So back in October, the WWE put out a press release that they had a surgery to treat Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome. It was a health issue that they said was discovered before he traveled to Tokyo for the Olympics, but he didn't undergo the procedure until WWE's medical staff advised him through the process. It's a rare congenital heart defect present in birth in which an extra electrical pathway causes a rapid heartbeat. So, probably doesn't mean anything he for performance. He caused a heart beat at the end of that Olympic <laughs>
1: match,
0: didn't he? It <laughs> millions electric, of households. That was an
1: extra electrical pathway. Uh,
0: so I I I agree that I think the dead on clear favorite is Gable, but I do think you have, and Zilmer not wrestling here is interesting because Zilmer beat Gwiz last year, so. Yeah. Uh, seeding this would be very interesting. I don't know where you put Mason Paris. When was the last time Mason Paris wrestled freestyle? I, I'm putting him in the finals against Gable. So that's what I think. Uh um, that's, that's where I'm
1: putting him. Uh although I do but, like quit.
0: But I asked about seeds because is there a shot Gable and Mason are on the same side?
1: Yeah, that's the tough thing about that's the tough thing about uh you you never know. You never know how they're going to draw out.
0: That that's one of the interesting things here is how they end up seeding this out. You know what happens with some of these guys who are more active on the senior level. I don't know the last time Mason Paris trusted freestyle, and I don't know how they seed that, and you know what they take into consideration there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think you know, just just uh, making picks here. I I go. St- stevenson and and i would go the winner of paris and gwiz if it, the brackets were to fall that way
0: i agree i i think that's the but it, it is going to be fun to have the likes of zach elam White, hendrickson to have them in see, here is going to be fun
1: you see who's registered here dan erickson dan erickson was an iowa all-american in like Nineteen twenty eight, like not really, but like two thousand ten or something. He
0: like he doesn't re- he he wrestles a lot. Dan Erickson. He wrestled. Let me pull this up. Yeah, because the name sounds familiar. He beat Jordan Wood. What 4-0. He's my age. Sorry, not Jordan Wood. He. I'm I'm looking back at results. He won last year. He beat. I don't know who the hell this is. Not Jordan Wood. Um, he wrestled last November. He wrestled last May. Dude just likes to wrestle.
1: That's awesome. I just... I don't know. I missed him. With the All-American Wrestling Club. I missed him in previous, recent tournaments. I just, he popped out. When I saw he registered, I was like, what? That dude... Let's see. I mean, it was... Dan Erickson, Iowa,
0: wrestling. 2010. I mean, you,
1: can even, you can even look him up on. He predates WrestleStats' existence.
0: He wrestled in 2005 to March 2010. He graduated <laughs> 13 years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know they're old I mean, if they predate WrestleStat.
1: <laughs> I mean, when did Jordan Burroughs
0: graduate? That's what I was just googling. That I think twenty
1: eleven. Yeah, he's older than Jordan Burroughs.
0: <laughs> Jordan's thirty four. He'll be thirty five this year. <laughs> Jordan will turn thirty five one month after Final X.
1: What do you think Jordan's going to do? Do you think Jordan's going to be like? Why doesn't Jordan? Somebody should recruit him to be like you know like Michael Strahan. So I think end- I
0: I think he will. I think he'll do a mix of. I think we haven't seen anything like Jordan post-wrestling. I think we'll see him do motivational speaking. I think we'll see him on talk shows. I think we'll see him commentate. I think we see him on TV. Why,
1: why is he not like Good Morning America or something? I
0: mean, oh, I think he will. be. he has the personality, the charisma. The, he has it all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go mainstream.
0: I think he will. I don't think wrestling's ever had somebody like him retire before.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, my thing especially is especially in this day and age a lot of he- guys a lot of a lot of guys get gigs um because of their sports careers, right? Like a lot of ex football players go on to do stuff. I mean, Michael Strahan's sort of special in that uh he was a good football player with a, a big personality good character good morals good substance um and he went sort of mainstream right he went he he's not an analyst on nfl countdown he's good i don't know what he i don't know what he is but he's major well, show, right i think crazy. jordan jordan beyond sports just has the skill set to do that
0: yeah and there's a lot of athletes that get they get a crazy payday. Like look, look Brady, for example, he's getting like $37 million a year for a decade to commentate. Nobody has any damn clue how Brady is on a microphone. That's
1: my point. Nobody has a clue. Jordan has, Jordan has been in front of a spotlight. He's done wrestling broadcast. He's done public, public speaking. He's been on like a Rogan, right? Uh, he's done the Olympics stuff you can tell that he can do a show
0: yeah yeah he's very good it i i think he'll he'll be super mainstream i do he he's yeah. got the total package you? Well, yeah you yeah so yeah that that's the u.s open men's freestyle maybe we'll do a separate show with some other stuff women's freestyle 76 kilos is going to be bananas
1: bananas but well, you could see it coming to a couple years ago i was like wow
0: uh, Kennedy Blades healthy wins the senior world championships this year. Crazy. I don't. Adeline Gray had twins nine months ago. I don't know. You know, she's a savage for even entering this freaking tournament. And the fact that you have so much young talent here yeah. is like, it's just bananas. That that weight is is going to be crazy. I think Kennedy wins it, though. Well, let's admit. <sighs> Seventy-two. She's that final X. She's not going to the I, open.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. I saw your, uh, I saw your tweet, and it just made me laugh. Which one? And the one that said, "Emil uh, makes her first world team of the year." I'm like, <laughs> it it's doesn't crazy. get said about anybody else. It's like nope. it's like very matter-of-factly stated, but it, like I went, like, <laughs> yeah, normal <laughs> human beings don't make multiple
0: and this is after a year that she became the first ever to win all three. She won three That's world just, championships last year and she's trying to do it again and she can. It's just stupid. It's just Who's going to stop her? It's just stupid. What the 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 question will be if she goes up or down for the Olympics. I think she goes down if she can.
1: Uh, uh, I don't have an opinion on that yet, but here would be my opinion. I would have to think about it, and I would have to think, I want her to do whatever is best for Team USA.
0: Mensa stock okay. is down oh, yeah, at 68, yeah. but she's the only other one who is not... So she's the only returning medalist who did not take the Pan Am spot. And Jaden, because he's going to 97. So... It'll be interesting to see. She has like another couple of weeks to accept her final X spot. I had her on the podcast shortly after the Olympics, and she had said, I don't know how much longer I want to wrestle. I've got a lot of opportunities out there. So I don't know if she's going to, if, if she doesn't wrestle, I think it's a no brainer for Elor to go down to 68. No brainer. Well, man. She I'd bad. hate to see her not wrestle. She's Him so I'm good. Bad. She
1: better wrestle one more, one more Olympics. Then, then, then do whatever you want to do.
0: There's also a chance that she doesn't wrestle this year, shows up to Olympic trials, yeah, right. steamrolls right. everybody.
1: That's what that's what I mean. I need I need one more Olympics out of her.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. She's, an awesome, I love- awesome
1: She's an awesome human.
0: Awesome Yeah. All right, Willie. That that's the open. Any other uh, tidbits? Any other commitments?
1: Uh, no, there's, uh, you know, we've been doing this show probably for an hour, an hour and a half, and that's that's one thing that has gotten me sidetracked too is that, uh, um, I there, there were a couple days the past couple weeks there were a couple instances where I couldn't get things done because people were calling me about the the and I call people about the Oklahoma stuff
0: you you were hilarious in your um in your episode, your solo episode about Rob Cole being a scientist. The story's great. <laughs> Rob is a mad scientist. Rob I just wanted you to see what a Uber looks like in Oklahoma. <laughs>
1: it was so fun. It was so funny. It was this picture of you know the Oklahoma schooner covered wagon. I said, does that mean you take the job? No, I just wanted to show you an Oklahoma Uber. <laughs> uh, but last night, well, it was about 4.30 this morning. 4.30 this morning, I'm trying to go to sleep. And, you know, when you get a text, like your phone lights up and stuff. Yeah. So I'm laying there in the pitch dark, and my room lights up because of the phone. And I look at it. Who the hell's texting me at 4.30 in the morning? And uh, it's Rob. And he goes, I never listened to shows about myself. I never listened to any critic. I never listen to anybody talk about me. I don't care about it. He's like, but I made an exception, and uh, I listened to your show, and you said we weren't BFFs. You let me down, <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I said I'll at least issue a press release to correct. Was so, I mean, what what I meant by it? Obviously, I didn't mean we weren't friends. What I meant, like. He took time out of his he, – he's super busy, right? You're he also
0: being humble. You're being humble and saying, like, listen, Rob Cole has a lot of people to call. I'm not right. top yeah. on his list. That, that's That's all. what
1: I that meant, right? I mean, I was just appreciative that he took time at getting all kinds of calls and just sort of nudging me, you know.
0: So, uh, you know was- one little piece of Transfer Portal news that did come out, I think, yesterday – Minnesota, Troy Spratly entered the portal 125. Yeah. Hey,
1: what the hell is going on? There's a lot of fake news lately, isn't there? Like, somebody told me, I don't know, somebody told me that Nomad, like, tweeted something at noon or something. I mean, nothing happened today, did it? Nobody committed today, did they? Other than, um, other than Caleb Smith? What Caleb you you?
0: Smith, uh, I think... Nomad tweeted sounds like a big trance big time transfer announcing today. So then he tweeted an hour ago about Caleb Smith. It was probably just that.
1: Oh, it was that one, I guess. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it had to just be that.
1: Yeah, Van D'll go. They got that freshman from Erie, Van D, so he'll go thirty three now. He was gonna try to make twenty five for a year, but
0: who's getting the oh. Oklahoma job?
1: Uh, my sources told me. Uh, a couple, uh, two sources tell me, a couple hours ago, probably right before we jumped on here, that Nickerson. They didn't specify if he didn't get offered the job or if he got offered and turned it down. But it's not Nickerson. It's not Nickerson. So, search continues.
0: That'd be hard for Nickerson to take that job after Aliris's performance and story about staying home and trusting in I, Nickerson and Steve. That's O'Pool what somebody in.
1: somebody said to me when there's all this smoke going around today. That Nickerson, Nickerson, Nickerson. He said, "Imagine if Nickerson went and he had the stat, he has the the roster he does now. Plus, he could maybe bring Pullin and bring Aliris." I said, "Aliris just did a worldwide media tour saying you can win it at home. <laughs> right. He ain't leaving now."
0: Do you feel like this last point, and then we'll go. I gotta order some uh some dinner. Do you think this has so far been a, I know it's early in the offseason, but been a quiet coaching carousel?
1: Yeah, super quiet. It's one job.
0: It seems one quiet, job. right? Mm-hmm. I know it's early still, it's only mid-April, but I feel like it's kind of quiet.
1: Yeah, and I don't think I don't I don't foresee anything else popping off or opening up because uh well, I mean, what jobs? What jobs? you know, it, if they're going to get rid of a guy, it happens between the day NCA ends and two weeks after that. It's just historically,
0: and that was also like, I remember last year seeing articles about you might have even done a video on it about him being on a hot seat and was he on the hot seat? Like, there's not too many a lot of,
1: yeah, there was a lot of juice last year at the time. That I mean, I was getting calls. Roselli, Roselli's fired. Roselli's getting fired. Roselli's getting fired. Book it. And then it happened this year. Roselli yeah. fired. They got he got fired at NCAA. No, he didn't. Uh, so you know,
0: yeah, it definitely feels quiet this year. There's not too much circulating out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wish I wish there was. I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of jobs that you could do a better job at. That
0: uh I think there's a lot of just good have. coaching candidates that are two, three, four at schools right now.
1: hmm Yep. And there would be a lot more, you know, people are sticking around RTCs a lot longer than they used to.
0: You know who's one of my top picks right now to take over a hmm. program? Oh. If you had to guess, who would it be? It's not a current coach. They're they're on a coaching staff, but it's not a head coach.
1: Well, you're probably saving Chenza.
0: Nope. Deacon. Eric Thompson.
1: Oh yeah, Eric. Thompson.
0: Give that man a program. Give him his coaching staff, and watch what happens.
1: Eric Thompson's awesome man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, I talk to him often, actually.
0: Yeah, he's fun. He's he's somebody. When we mentioned, like. Like when we do the shows where we say like, you know, You these know I had coaches... him rank
1: I had him ranked number one in the country in high school.
0: Really? He was a
1: he was a freak.
0: He's an awesome dude. He always calls me like when we when we're talking about something and I don't name names or you don't name names, he calls me. Name names. <laughs> he... <laughs>
1: I like having uh I like having those guys. I like having Pritz and 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 Thompson and Cole and like Pendleton and angle, because they're like the only guys up when I'm up,
0: <laughs> I can call yeah. somebody at
1: the last cause.
0: Pendleton sometimes texts me not like at night, his time. I don't, I go to bed early, so I don't see it until I wake yeah. up and then I text him when I get up and I'm like, Oh, it's going to be like 3am there, 2am. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, so uh, maybe some stuff pops off in the next couple of hours. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a show tonight that I'll post tomorrow or in the next, I don't know, 24 hours, uh, breaking down the junior big board, which I think is really important because, you know, 2023 is all gone now. People are going to hone in on this one. But at the top of that show, I'll talk a little bit about OU situation and maybe some portal stuff.
0: I love it. Hopefully All right, my man. It. I love the I love the two AM emails from Rockfin. Willie posted the <laughs> new first word. It's it's got a new meaning. It's like the first word for the day. You wake up yeah. and there's a new show.
1: Wake up, it's gonna be there for you.
0: All right, I love it, guys. Chime in and let us know what you think on Twitter. We always love to engage. See you, man. See You guys. And the beat goes on.